Hello and welcome to Still Buffering, a cross-generational guide to the culture that made us. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McRoy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. I had an exciting morning. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh when Cooper woke up, I she was yelling for me and I went in and I was hugging her and I had my hand on like the back of her neck and I felt something and I was like, "Ooh, what am I feeling?" And I looked and there was a tick on her. No, no. Oh no. I know. She's very brave. I said, hold still. And Charlie said, what is it? What is it? I said, there's a tick. And Charlie starts, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Of course. Oh, no. Cooper held very still and was very brave while I grabbed tweezers and a, and some tissue. Gently removed the tick by the head. Got all the parts. Oh, it was alive. Ew. It was alive and well and wiggling around after I got it off. I don't think it had been on very long. Hmm. All, all signs pointed to a recent ticking, <laughs> recent ticking. Yikes! So they were rolling around out in the yard last night. So I think it had only been on there overnight. Those West Virginia ticks are everywhere. Ever, yeah, they are. It happens every summer now. And I'd never, I never had a tick or worried about them when I was a kid. I mean, I, I didn't worry about them, and I guess that was fine because I never ended up having one that I remember. <laughs> but. There, I your kids every summer somehow get one. Well, for a while, that one little outdoor couch thing mm-hmm. at mom and dad's house was like full of ticks. Mm. We because we figured it out because that's where mom would drop the bathing suits, mm-hmm. and all the bathing suits were full of ticks. Oh god, <laughs> which is just nightmarish. Like you that say, it, it's like that's nightmarish. But that was how we figured out. She was like, look at this. All these suits have ticks in them. I'm like, well, there's a, there's our problem. There's your problem right there. <laughs> there's where the ticks are coming from. <laughs> Not a bathing suit full of ticks. So it's, Sounds like a medieval torture device. <laughs> yeah. But it's okay. The tick was removed properly. Cooper did want to save it. She was like, can I keep it? And I'm like, no. No, honey. No. I, I mean, like. It's, it's your pet now. We have kept all kinds of bugs like stink bugs that have been pets ladybugs that have been pets ants that have been pets Mm -hmm. we have kept many creatures i i don't think i can justify keeping a dick (laughs) as a pet that's fair there's just some i mean as a medical professional ticks mosquitoes there's just some things that i can't (laughs) how do you how would you even what does it rely on for sustenance blood yeah but then how do you keep it right it's like you're not your little vampire friend you know you should give it a little bit of blood here and then yeah except that maybe it transmits to you like rickettsial disease or, or lichiosis or something oh well that that's when it that's when it's got to bite you you just you just give it a little dish just a little dish of blood and, and it's like okay thanks lichiosis or lichiosis oh i thought you said lichiosis <laughs> like or lichiosis i was like why is it called that? That's a bad name. That would be a bad name. What do you want to call this disease? Lichiosis? Ew. Why? <laughs> Why do you want to call it that? Uh, Cooper would probably dig a pet that you fed a little dish of blood to. Yeah, say, that sounds right up her alley. She'd be really into that. She went with Justin to donate blood. He mm-hmm. went to the Red Cross and donated blood, and she went along with him. Um, like... He said, you know, I'm going to go do this. Do you think Cooper would want to come? And I was like, oh, God, probably. Yeah. And so 
we asked her and she was like, absolutely. There will be bags <laughs> of blood there. Yes, I need to see this place. And she was, she loved it. Fascinated. And everybody there was so excited because they were like, this kid wants to know all about it. So they were all coming over and showing her like, look, we just took this bag of blood out of that person. <laughs> and she was like, this is the coolest thing. And she asked like, when do I get to take one? When do you mm-hmm. give me one? As long as she knew she wasn't also getting a needle. Right. She was like, no needle in my arm. Nope, no needle in your arm. You kids can't do this. Okay, great. <laughs> Take your little kid blood. <laughs> yeah. But she was she was so enthralled. They gave her so oh. many little bags of Oreos, too. She really, I thought yeah, you were going to say like, bags of blood. <laughs> <laughs> I went to this place. They showed me blood. They gave me Oreos. This is my favorite place. <laughs> Sounds like a fun afternoon. <laughs> It that's, really was. She was thrilled with it. When she's like an angsty teen, that's going to be like her escape place. When she just needs to like get away and her parents don't understand. She's going to go to the Red Cross and just she, like watch them donate blood. She can go volunteer there. Yeah. Oh, I'll encourage her to do that. They take volunteers. She can go volunteer to hang out at the Red Cross and watch people donate blood. <laughs> Hand out Oreos to people. <laughs> that does sound like a very good Manic Pixie Dream Girl character trait. Yes. You know what? That also sounds like the kind of girl who would end up like dating a vampire in some sort of YA novel. Yeah, that's true. Twilight. Yes. Yeah. The vampire volunteers at the blood bank. That's how they meet. Um. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's a good story. <laughs> this, uh, let's keep let's keep let's this keep going. going. <laughs> Come on. What's his no, name? I can't, I can't give it away. Or her name. <laughs> oh, oh, you're in the midst of writing it right oh, now. Yeah, okay. yeah, I can't. <laughs> Well, I'm excited to read it. Can we not can we not have any vampire pregnancies in this in this vampire series? I'm fine with that. I found the vampire pregnancy to be a lot. Yeah. I think everyone did. <laughs> I found that to be a bit much. I think we all were like, Stephanie. <laughs> well, that's, that's pretty accurate though, right? That's what they do to you. The babies they inside you, they just suck out all your all your life. Ah. Uh, well, <laughs> sort of. I mean, not to that extent. No, they make your Does, teeth fall. Doesn't the stuff. baby like break her spine? Yeah, that's normal, mm-hmm. right? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, doesn't no. it like it kill her? That's why she becomes a vampire. Because he brings her. Life? Yeah, like during delivery. Yeah, yeah. Like she, the baby kills her. Yeah. So. Is that you know. Reese's Mises Rezzy. Reezy Meezy's, what was her name? Renesme. Reezy Meezy's. Reezy Meezy's. That nightmare baby that they CGI in her face. Oh my god, it do, it does kill her. And then, then there's debate. Did the baby? Could the Because ba- Renesme bites her uh. immediately, but then Edward also does his weird thing. So I don't know. I don't know who brought her back. And One then of Jacob's like, hmm. I'm in love with your baby. This is all, <laughs> it's so is weird. None of this is good. <laughs> it starts. Uh, this, I read all those books, and it starts out. I was like, I can dig this. Like this is some, you know, like, yeah. Girls in love with vampire. There's a werewolf there too. Okay, I okay, I'm in here. And then after a while, it's like, what, what? <laughs> <laughs> it feels like Stephanie Meyer started out legitimately, and then people got so into it. She was like, I want to see how far I can take this and how ridiculous I can make it before people call me out for making it too ridiculous, or if they're just going to keep reading everything I make. And then they all got turned into movies. That's funny, because it feels like it it advances into like fan fiction of itself that you would find 
on like a website somewhere. Mm-hmm. But then that is the process of how we got the the um, Thirty Shades of Grey movies, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's exactly. Yep. That was fan fiction. So. And now it's I don't know. movies. <laughs> Uh, I just wanted to, I always just want to know more about the Volturi who had lived so long that they were just bored with everything now. Those characters fascinated me the most. <laughs> I don't know. It, you know, I, 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 none of them seem to have been around long enough. Like, I get that maybe, it, you know, eternity eventually could get like that. But it's like, you've just been alive for a couple hundred years, bud. Like, aren't you? Like, we just got iPhones. Isn't that cool to you? <laughs> Don't you want to just chill and like get an iPad? I want to know. I want to know how Carlisle has been practicing medicine for that long and doesn't experience burnout. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, well, I mean, seriously. (laughs) Well, are these these kids going to high school for that long? That's oh my god. That's an. Why would you choose to go to high school? I listen. If I become part of the undead, I am not. I am not going to go back to... Well, I mean, also, I'm 39, but still. Yeah, that would be weird. <laughs> but, Hi, I'm in high school now. Aren't you in your 30s? No. <laughs> well, te- technically, I'm 200, but I'm in high school. <laughs> I just wanted to, I wanted a place where I could play baseball. You play baseball here, right? That's what vampires like to do. <laughs> I'm very good at baseball. I like to drink blood and play baseball and I'm all out of blood. Oh, that vampire baseball. I forgot about that. Oh. We did a whole episode about Twilight, guys. I don't know. Yeah, we should stop talking about Twilight. Um, we Instead, we should talk about Goldeneye. Just like those vampires and their golden eyes. Yeah. They, yes. Sure. Yeah. There you go. They, they, one of them does, I think. I think that was red. a tra- yeah. I don't know. Well, no, they're they're only red if they drink human blood. Ah, okay. And when they're newborn, when they're newborn, their eyes are red, and then if they um, <laughs> yeah, it, mm-hmm. no, <laughs> if they going. if they continue to eat humans, their eyes stay red. But if they eat animals, then their eyes are golden. And when they're hungry, their eyes are black. Wow. That is the guide to vampire. That eye information is taking up space in your brain and has been for like over a decade now. Think about I, there could be a cure for COVID that I could have figured out if I didn't have that brain power being used for that. <laughs> what great things could I have done? We'll never know. Uh, so, Goldeneye, the video mm-hmm. game, not the movie. Nothing wrong with the movie. I'm just not talking about that. I'm talking about the video game. Uh, it was, it came out in, I was looking at the year, 1997. Um, I, I didn't ever love video games where you shoot people. That was never like really my, I like to this day, I've never quite understood that. Um, didn't mind fighting games where you punch people, but didn't really like, but for whatever reason, Goldeneye was the exception. It seems like this was not... I always thought this was just like an Our Family thing. Like, I remember Mm -hmm. you all playing it when I was very, very young. Not that I joined in, but I remember this happening. But uh, then I, you know, watched... I didn't actually get to play the original GoldenEye, but I watched videos of people playing it and read about it and stuff. And it was, like, extremely popular. It was not just an Our Family thing. 
Um, and that really struck me because I then saw like the the graphics of the game and like the actual mechanics of the game. I was like, this this is the pop. This was it. This is the big one. Yes. No, it was. Well, and that's the thing. Like I know, so it it was like a there was a storyline you could follow, mm-hmm. right? Like you could play it as a single player following the storyline and doing the, I don't know, whatever spy stuff James Bond is doing. Sure. He's doing spy things. Spying. There are things, there's like data you have to pick up Whoa. and take places. And data. People you have to murder. And like, you know, like there's like the normal like spy James Bondy yeah. adventure stuff. Um, but I, I'll be honest, I don't know. I maybe played it on that mode a handful of times ever. Yeah. I certainly never beat the game. Let me say that. Mm-hmm. Like, I assume you can. Can you beat? The, I assume you can beat the game. I never tried, so I don't know. I feel like we we weren't alone in that though. Because same for me, I never played through the game, but I feel like everybody got it because of the multiplayer aspect of the game. That was the yeah. real draw. That that was exactly the draw. Was like you could you could play with your friends, and you could split like the sc- the screen would split up to four, mm-hmm. so you could play with three of your friends. And and take turns, because usually there was a bigger group than four mm-hmm. of you. And um, what was tricky, though, is, like, everybody could see everyone else's screens. Right. But that was a lot to focus on. And as you saw, the graphics weren't, like, amazing. Crystal clear. So it's hard enough to figure out where you are sometimes, yeah. let alone where everyone else is. Yeah. In some of those levels where you're, like, underground and in caves, it's, like, everybody's screen is just brown. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. <laughs> just textured brown. <laughs> just textured brown all around you. Wow. So, multi like, the, the multiplayer aspect of it, was that a new thing for video games uh, like that? I don't know. I mean... I mean, I don't know timeline-wise. Right. Certainly. Tay, I don't... Do you know? I don't think that was... I mean, there were other multiplayer games. I think it just was one that had a particularly popular multiplayer mm-hmm. aspect. It was... I think that it was the combination of, like, it, it was the multiplayer thing, but you were specifically just playing against the other people. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't like... There weren't um, NPCs in there. It was just you and your friends. And... <laughs> okay, you know in video game words. NPCs. <laughs> and the... the and there were a variety of levels, and there were also a variety of modes you could play on, mm-hmm. and a variety of weapons that might be involved. And then there were other aspects that you could unlock um, if you knew codes or had beaten the game or whatever. Like, there mm-hmm. were also extra secret things. Okay. And I think it was all of that added up to a multiplayer experience that you it could be different every time. Mm-hmm. Like every time you played, you could change it just a little. And and then what grew from that was not just like within the game, there were all these different ways you could change it. People came up with their own games to play. Oh. So for instance, King of the Bathroom. Um, oh, yeah. Do you do you remember playing King of the Bathroom? Yeah, okay. was that was that at the facility? I think that was at the facility. At one of the levels, there mm-hmm. is a bathroom, <laughs> and the way King of the Bathroom works is one person gets to be King of the Bathroom and try to kill anybody who comes in the bathroom, and then if if you can kill that person, you're King of the Bathroom and have to defend the bathroom. Mm-hmm. 
And I know we were not the only people playing King of the Bathroom. <laughs> you could like open the, the stall doors in the bathroom, which just because of like the limited space on your screen and the, the, the low quality graphics, it, it was it's a pretty good distraction if you're just trying to like get away from somebody, just open a door mm-hmm. and then it's like, oh no, my whole screen is turquoise now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the whole door. <laughs> that, that's exactly there. what would happen. You could open a door and block their vision of everything for a minute and it's like oh no <laughs> you could also like yeah because you call or you get on top of the toilets didn't you mm-hmm. go anywhere but there was a vent oh, that's in the right. bathroom I think there was one yeah that that was one of the rooms where it had a vent that you could crawl into and get to a different room wow mm-hmm. i know wow <laughs> so like you could drop into the so that was always part of the strategy it was like trying to drop into the bathroom and surprise somebody <laughs> Surprise the king. But also if they had all the doors open, then you were screwed because you couldn't see anything. (laughs) I forgot how much you could obscure somebody's vision by just opening one of the stalls. That was a a move. Um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, so one of the one of the things you could do, because like many multiplayer games, you could run around the levels and pick up, you know, body armor or, or weapons or hand grenades or whatever. Um, you could also just play with your hands or slappers. Slappers only. Which it's funny that it's called slappers as if like when you hold your hand in this position, it becomes another thing that we call a slapper. That sounds right. (laughs) Like, can you, I mean, like imagine like in real life, what we're talking about is like you hold your arm up sort of in a slapping position and say, this is my slapper. (laughs) It's slapping time now. I think if you were trying to be a little bit threatening, that that sounds like it would work. It would be intimidating. It would seem so unhinged, like, this is my slapper. You do one of those, like, dad things where it's like, you don't want to know what I've got in my pocket. And you stick your hand in, and then it comes out still just your hand. I've got my slapper. (laughs) This is my slapper. Fully loaded. And I'm going to slap you to death is what you could do. And it really was just kind of a (laughs) stilted, just waving motion that you did at mm-hmm. each other you know it's not like oh it's like a fighting game right where you fought physically no 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 those those were definitely there i mean that just was not how this game functioned it it didn't look like a slap as much of as like a chop yeah like it, it looked like a chopping a one-handed chopping motion that you were doing repeatedly at the other person i never understood people that liked playing slappers only i it, it always drove me crazy like it just took so long and there was no finesse to it you just ran up to each other and pushed this just button mashed each other i was gonna say for those of us who were button mashers it was a fun way to play yeah <laughs> why is that a mechanic in this first person shooter game why is a why is a chopper slap why is that a part of it i mean i guess practically speaking in like the the game itself not just in the multiplayer but in the game um you could run out of ammo. Yeah. And so very practically speaking, you had to, like, if your character ran out of ammo. The next best thing to, you know, shooting a villain is a slap. You run up to them and slap them. (laughs) You run up up to all these armed people and slap them. Uh Um, Yeah. That was not. (laughs) Man. Um. But yeah, no, I don't know. I, I, I found it fun sometimes because it was a little more similar than once you're playing. Although like a really um, 
low tech, no fun version of like Street Fighter. <laughs> you got one move. Yeah. You just run up and go. Psh, 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 psh. And you can't see your little guy like, you know, bopping back and forth like in Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. Like it's just a hand. Yeah. That is all you saw. It's just your hand going across the screen in a chopping motion. Um, but that I think you preferred the the modes that required more strategy. Is what I'm hearing. No, I like I, I like the game as it was intended as as a, as a shooting game because then you had the people that got a little too too intense that like to play proximity mines. That was too much strategy. I like the proximity mines. See, I, I, I hated what playing is... proximity mines. So proximity mines were, so you could play one mode where you just, everybody carried around, I don't remember how many you got to start with, five or six or something, proximity mines. And it was a little landmine that would explode if somebody got within a certain radius of it. Mm-hmm. So you could hide them throughout the level and mm-hmm. try to kill your opponents by them just walking in the wrong place that seems a very quick way to end the game or try to just like throw them at a person when they're (laughs) when they're standing yeah somewhere retreat retreat and throw up throw one in their direction Mm -hmm. because well because what would also happen is if you walked over your own proximity mine that's it too yeah what if you can't remember where we placed it among all the gray pixels? That's, well, <laughs> you know, that was part of it. In some of the levels, that was quite possible. Because everything sort of looked the same. Everything is just like one color. Just big chunks of it. Wow. <laughs> well, that's why, like, I those are the levels that you would want to play Proximity Mines on. The ones that were more distinguishable, like the facility you didn't want to necessarily. Because, mm-hmm. like, you knew you put the Proximity Mine in the bathroom or whatever. You put, once the, you put the proximity mine in the bathroom, no one's the king of the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the bathroom's off limits. <laughs> if you have to go to the bathroom, that's just too bad. There was also that room with all those big tanks. I remember that room. Yeah. Um, we should talk more about, like, other aspects of this game, especially, like, the special unlocked aspects special special bits the special bits but before we do that let's check the group message it's it's a bit of an early morning recording session for us here it's still buffering and i want to tell you all about what i put in my tummy before i came to record this morning all right um that's that's magic spoon mm-hmm. because i I love me something quick I can have in the morning, something that tastes good, but also I feel like I'm starting my day off with something that's like good to put in my body, like starting my my fuel intake off at a good good level. Uh, and Magic Spoon does all of that because it has zero grams of sugar and 13 to 14 grams of protein in every serving. So you're not eating a bunch of like the sugary stuff that comes in a lot of cereals to start off your day, which I don't know about you all, but sometimes that makes my stomach hurt. Um, but also you're getting a good protein, good bit of protein in there. Uh, and that's something that I feel like I don't get enough of in the rest of my, my food intake. So starting off with, you know, good protein, build up those big muscles I got and not, not intaking a bunch of sugar. Uh, it's also keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, uh, so fits all of the various dietary needs you may have. So you can still enjoy 
magic spoon. Um, not only are they good to put in your body, they taste good going in your mouth. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> to get to get to the rest of your body. Um, and you can build your own box and build your own custom bundle. You can pick from flavors like cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, cookies and cream, maple waffle, blueberry, cinnamon, plus the newly reformulated honey nut flavor that will now be added to Magic Spoon's personal or permanent collection. Mm. Personal collection. Permanent collection. But it could be your personal collection. Private collection. (laughs) Could be your personal collection. Um, So you get to pick all all those flavors. Sound great. Build your own custom bundle of all the flavors you want to try. I like the fruity ones. Uh, Maple waffle and cinnamon sound delicious. I bet you could combine those in one bowl into a tasty little treat. Um, Like some some cinnamon cinnamon waffles. Maybe maybe that kind of that kind of vibe. But However you like to enjoy your cereal, whether it's a midnight snack, whether it's in the morning, whether it's just a little grab and go situation, you should you should check out Magic Spoon. So tell you if our listeners want to check out Magic Spoon, what should they do? Well, they should go to magicspoon.com slash buffering to grab a custom bundle of cereal. And be sure to use promo code buffering at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. Again, that's magicspoon.com slash buffering and use the code buffering. Calling all cat owners. Whoa. That's not me. Hi. Hi. This is me and you. Uh, I bet you're tired of cleaning out your cat's litter box. I know yeah, I am. Yeah. Yeah, it takes too much time. It's difficult. It's smelly sometimes. And then you've got to add new litter, and litter gets all over the floor. It's a big mess. I know that you have those problems if you have a cat, because I have a cat, and, and I do too. Uh, but Kitty Poo Club has found an easier way. There's got to be a better way. Kitty Poo Club found it. Every month... Kitty Poo Club delivers an affordable and recyclable litter box that's pre-filled with the litter of your choice right to your house. Uh, So you just, you've got the box, you open it up, the litter's already in there, and the box itself is recyclable. So once your kitty does all the things that kitties do in a litter box, that's pee and poop. Poo. Yeah. Then you, uh, you clean out the litter, and then you recycle the box, and you get a new one. So it's that's a lot easier because those litter boxes, no matter how hard you try to keep them clean and filled with fresh litter, they get pretty gross. Um, And then you end up eventually deciding you need to replace it and you might be throwing out like a big plastic box. So this is such a better way for the earth. You got this recyclable box. uh, It's already pre-filled, takes away a lot of the hassle. It's a lot more convenient and and it's a good thing to do for the planet. You can also customize your subscription at any time. You can add toys, treats, accessories, whatever you want that will make you and your kitty happy. Kitty Poo Club has you covered. So, Tay, what should our listeners do if they want to check out Kitty Poo Club? Well, right now, Kitty Poo Club is offering an awesome discount on your first litter box order and free shipping when you set up an auto ship. Just go to www.kittypooclub.com to save on your first auto ship order of litter boxes with free shipping. And be sure to let them know Still Buffering sent you after you check out. That's kittypooclub.com. I just wanted to see how many times you both would say poo. Oh, many. This is many. Many. Uh, the thing that I also liked about GoldenEye... Um, well, first of all, there was one other mode that I will say, Tay, I don't know how you felt, but I hated this mode the most. The, uh, the golden gun mode. Um, what was, 
Because that wasn't one, one that shot, was, one kill, was it? Yes. Oh, it was. Yeah, that was the oh, golden yeah. gun. Yeah. If, if people had golden guns, then one shot and you were dead. Oh, okay. So I always hated that mode. Um, I was never very good at sniper rifles either. No. No, my, my favorite way to play was just, I mean, I guess it was pretty boring, but I liked uh, automatics or power weapons. Uh, because I think, yeah. I mean, I know, in, or maybe it was automatics. My favorite gun was the RCP-90. Which was just, that was automatic, yeah. yeah. That was a good gun. Just never had to worry about ammo. No, no, <laughs> no reload. Just, just keep shooting. My kind of weapon. Yeah, guns it's are bad, funny. but they're they're fun in the games. <laughs> it's funny for me that that our family and you all were so into this game as people that aren't like, you know, gun people. Yeah, or like like people that necessarily would usually get into those kinds of games, like uh, or entertainment, I guess. Um, I especially you said because I know you play less video games than mm-hmm. like Tay has. So the fact that you were just as into this is is surprising to me. I I mean it really like it. It was fun to play. Like it was fun to play against your friends and against people you know. I don't I don't quite understand like the draw of playing against random people on the internet, which I know is like, that's what you do now with games. Could you, I assume you couldn't do You that. couldn't. No. Then. Yeah. And so <laughs> the I almost asked, could you, not. and then I thought, no, 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 that, no, no, this, no way. that was not possible. Uh, but I, but I didn't, I never quite got the draw of that anyway. Mm-hmm. That always seemed like, well, what if you hurt their feelings or whatever? But like when you're sitting next to your family and friends and playing, like you're allowed to hurt their feelings. Well, it's yeah. all, it's all part of the social thing because mm-hmm. they're like they're with you yeah. and like you take breaks and eat pizza or pizza rolls or bagel bites some sort of pizza product yes sure pizza totinos yes sure. hot pockets perhaps something with a party pizza, pizza. <laughs> a party pizza mm, party pizza that sounds good Ooh, a mexican pizza from taco bell oh they're mm. back now yeah. they're back sydney loves those mexican pizzas gosh i do there are so many pizzas you can eat while you play <laughs> goldeneye uh, was part of the attraction like it was like it was a, it was a party thing mm-hmm. it was a gathering thing so it was a very I mean for me it was like not just the game but like the social aspects that the game facilitated mm-hmm. I feel like there was because it was sort of the same vibe like a few years later when we got Halo you know that was another one of those yeah. games that it was a shooting I mean it was a first person shooter um, uh, other elements in that game but the thing that really caught on was everybody played the multiplayer together yeah mm-hmm. And that 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 was the fun for me. And then and like I said, then you could unlock all these other kind of cool, weird things like um, you could play with a lot of the other characters. So they had like the set characters that you could be. There were like James Bond and then like some of the villains and like whatever. Oh, see, I guess I just assumed it was just James Bond. No, they expanded it, especially if you could unlock all the extra players. You could play as the female scientist. Oh. <laughs> that was just named that. Female yes. scientist. Yes. Oh. Yeah, there were. <laughs> is that who you wanted to be? I was always the yeah. female scientist. Okay. Which is funny because there were like two uh, two women that were lead characters. There was Natalia and there was Xenia. That was her name, mm-hmm. right? Uh, that you could play as that were in like the original set that were like cool female characters. But now Sydney liked the scientist because she was labeled as a scientist. I did. I I played Natalia before we figured out how to unlock all the you other get, ones. Like a lab coat or something. You do. You run oh around in a gosh. lab coat. I think you're carrying a clipboard, maybe. 
That's your weapon. But it's like glasses and a lab coat. Yeah. I was so like, this is me. I see myself in a game. <laughs> female scientist. It, the, uh, the the female characters. Oh man, you know, I remember them being in my in my head. They were they were they were hot. And then looking at the art, like the pixel art, I'm like oh, that's just it's just little little squares. <laughs> They're just squares. <laughs> and then some some triangles for boobs. Yes. The boobs were triangles. Yeah, I, uh, I, were the male scientists labeled male scientists? I don't actually know if it was female scientists or male scientists. I think it was just scientists like one, two, three, or ABC. Like I, think I am, I feel, okay, maybe I'm misremembering. In my mind, it was labeled female scientists. It is possible. Um, but I do not remember. I never played as the male scientist, so I don't remember if they were labeled like male scientist or just scientist, which would have. I mean, it was nineteen ninety seven. Yeah, <laughs> that would that could have happened. Um, but you could, yeah. That that really excited me when I had the option of playing as. <laughs> you know, sometimes when a female scientist loads herself up with proximity mines <laughs> and wanders around the facility, sure, of course. Yeah. Which is just called the facility, and puts <laughs> puts proximity mines all over the place. Sorry, I got distracted because I needed to see pictures of the women in these games. I hadn't uh, um, the <laughs> the tri the triangle boobs, and then just feet that are just rectangle. Like what is what is this? They did have little square feet. They had just square feet. <laughs> I mean, maybe this was also... And the arms are all just one width. Just, like, one straight, like, tube of arm. Okay. (laughs) Maybe this is part of why it didn't upset me. Especially as much as, like, those sorts of games today I just can't get into. um, Because they look more like people. And, like, this this, this is humanoid. Yeah. But, like, we're not in the uncanny valley here. No, we're nowhere near it. No. (laughs) This is these are these are boxes. There's no modeling after real people or like tracking movement or anything happening here like Mm-mm. they do now, where it like looks like a real face and a real person. Um, this is this is a box. Mm-hmm. It's like unintentional yeah. Minecraft or Roblox, which made it, it, which again like detached it from anything. It didn't. I don't know. I mean, I it didn't feel violent. It mm-hmm. just felt like strategy and fun and like it was like playing capture the flag with your friends or something. You know? Yeah. Yeah, the uh, well, and they did. I you did get like bloody as the game progressed, but it just kind of just some red sort of stains on the on the spray, not really like blood. Yeah, red squares. Yeah. Well, and you also couldn't see yourself, right? Unless you looked on someone else's screen. So. Why then did you enjoy so much being a female scientist if you couldn't see yourself being the female scientist? I don't know. I just like you like knowing that's who you are. Just know. I knew even then. I knew that I was female scientist, (laughs) and I I knew that about myself. Uh Uh, And I and what were you gonna say? Oh no! Please continue. Uh, And there there were other things too. Like you could play you could play these other characters. You could also unlock. (laughs) <laughs> Donkey Kong mode. That's what I was about to say. If you want to see something real silly, Riley, you should look up the DK mode. Uh, Donkey Kong mode? Yeah. Uh-huh. It just changed, like, the configuration of the sprites anatomy, so they had really big heads. They look kind of like kind of like Donkey Kong. I don't know the point of that. 
I got, well, maybe I think maybe the point was just that it was silly. But I definitely remember as a kid theorizing, like, we were like, oh, no, it makes your head a bigger target. And maybe that's also part of it, because headshots would more effectively take you out. <laughs> Are you looking at Donkey Kong? What is this? <laughs> I don't know why. Like, I really, I don't know why it was a thing. But other than that, like you said, it was just, it was funny. It was silly. This is an article called GoldenEye DK Mode was the pinnacle of comedy. Um, okay, it was I take, very funny. I take back what I said about them not looking... I mean, they don't look real. But when the faces are blown up that much, like it it looks like it could be a picture of someone's face that has just been like digitized. I mean, and I think the difference is like their faces aren't going to do anything. Like They're not going to move or change or anything. Well, right. Yeah. But I mean, there definitely was... It is just was, like a picture. Yeah, because it looks like Pierce Brosnan. Like It looks like the characters that played them in the movie. <laughs> yeah, it does. Just very but pixelated. But Donkey Kong mode. That's always so fun. Oh, I love Donkey Kong mode. The side profiles of these characters cannot be overstated as to how good they are. Like, that's... It's just... It's like they for, they couldn't get what a face looks like. They just got as close as possible. I mean, that I think that was That's it. probably it. Uh, you could also play um, on paintball mode. Mm-hmm. Which was a lot of fun because... I mean... One, I guess then you're not, you know, nobody dies. You're just paintballing each other. But two, um, the walls would get covered with all the paint Uh, splatters. Yeah. And it was very pretty. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You like that one because of all the pretty colors. I did. I did. So like for me, like female scientist paintball mode. Now we're talking. Oh, man. How'd you feel about throwing knives? A lot of people like to play throwing knives only. Um. It wasn't the worst for me, but I wasn't very good at it. Mm. Like, it, I didn't, I, I would never have chosen it because I wasn't particularly great at that. I've never been much of a precision gamer. <laughs> Sydney likes to press all the buttons. I yeah. do. All right. Did you enjoy the throwing knife? I didn't. No. It was also, I, I mean, it was fine, but I was always just happier. Just, just guns. Can we just shoot each other with the guns that the game's about? Yeah. It's. He- it, it, I, I didn't I just wanted to hit the buttons and run around <laughs> yeah I do remember very vaguely one time when I was very young maybe like Charlie's age or even younger trying to play with you all when you all were playing Goldeneye and just being given an N64 controller and just like what I'm just gonna <laughs> and then just kind of pressing all the buttons <laughs> and then I remember seeing you do the same I was like alright well Sid's doing it that's all Sidney mm, does must be right um it's interesting though that I, you know, I was looking at pictures, watching clips and videos and stuff of this game, and then this morning, Sydney, you and Cooper, of course, were playing Roblox, mm-hmm. which actually is very similar in terms of graphics that's and true. how it looks. Yeah, and that's just that's interesting to me that this was like 1997. This was peak video game graphics. I assume this was like the best you yeah, could get at, the, at this yeah. point. Um, and obviously, looking back at it now, we think it just looks absolutely ridiculous. But now we're just making games that look like that. Or like Minecraft. Or Minecraft, like, yeah. yeah. Minecraft is like slightly more intentionally blocky. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Roblox is like, that's just that's just how the game looks. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Yeah, no, that's true. And I mean, you can get weird things like on Roblox. I still can't figure out how you change the hair without getting like 
both hair on there at the same time with some extra bald patches in between and like I don't know and then the girls yell at me and they're like no you had to take the hair off you have to go to the hair remover block and then you can get the new hair on mom I don't know why you don't know how to do this and I'm like I don't know but my hair is three colors now it has made me feel very old that the number of times they've yelled at me because I don't know how to play this game mm-hmm. or when I didn't um, know what obby meant it's obstacle course yeah I know now you know, I do. I was trying to think because you're saying about the graphics. Like, is it what? What were those pinnacle at the time? But this was just a a, a year before Ocarina of Time, which I oh. I'd say looked a lot better than this. So maybe it was just like that was not the most important part. Well, I don't know. I, I don't still know. don't know if it was a. Th- this a is high not something I have expertise in. Yeah. Um. Yeah, maybe, but I, I mean, mean my, I can see how in. Go ahead. Oh no, I was say my memory might have softened Ocarina of Time as well. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Riley's gonna look. I remember it um, being very lovely. I do too. I mean, in my memory, it's a beautiful game, and everything looks hyper realistic. And I can't imagine that's the case. Now, I don't know hyper realistic. Now, guys. Now, guys. Uh, I mean, it's not, it looks, like, similar, honestly. Well, there we go. I, <laughs> I mean, Zelda looks better, not Zelda, Link's, Link looks better than, like, the guys you're running around as in GoldenEye. <laughs> is, that how, is that how we're comparing it? <laughs> but, I mean, the graphics as a whole, like, look at... With the background. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Look at him playing as Ocarina. See, you know, he's no, so cute. I I can see how <laughs> graphics and uh, design of the game looking nice is significantly less important in a game like Goldeneye than it is in a game like Zelda. Mm-hmm. Zelda's about like the story and the world building and no. like the you know whole adventure of it. Goldeneye is, I yes, there's a story, but I feel like the primary goal was running around and shooting your friends. Yeah. So. You know, yeah, that no, that was definitely the primary goal. This was not luck because I remember when we first got uh, the 64 and like the, the first Super Mario game. I'm just remembering, Riley, this is gonna blow your mind because the change from when, when games all of a sudden you could move around like 360 degrees, like that seemed like a that was monumental, mm-hmm. like you could turn around at a game that you know you had a 360 environment. I mean, you could just go straight. Side, well, yeah, side scrollers. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 okay. Like okay, Mario, okay. like the original Mario and yes. Mario Two and Mario okay. Three, and yeah. Um, it all happened very fast then, didn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Video games just kind of all at once, like look what we can do. And you gotta know, there was a moment. I'll tell you when it hit me. Tay was um, Silent Hill. Oh, yeah. There was a moment where I was sitting there trying to make my character move in directions and look around. And I decided, well, I can't do these games. This is not <laughs> this sort of this sort of thing isn't for me. Uh, I need to go back to Mario, please. Like I can only go left and right. This is too much. Like it took me a long time. Like I would be the one wandering around looking at the ceiling, going, "I can't see anything. Am I in a corner? Why can't I see anything? I'm in a corner again." <laughs> well, and I mean, not Silent Hill was not the worst offender of this, but there were a lot of those. Uh, or early uh, 
survival horror games that um, they, I'm sure they inspired that feeling in lots of people because they just get a real, real bad camera angle, not not fully, yeah, fully making use of the. <laughs> the that, I mean, that happened to me all the time. It really took me a while to adapt to these newer, I say newer games. Well, yeah, like, but at the time, like it, it, it was hard for me. <laughs> I have no spatial reason. Yeah, though, so. I remember like having conversations, like in the, like our older cousins talking about it, like mm-hmm. arguing, like, "Oh no, I don't. This isn't for me. I don't. I don't want this. Like, mm-hmm. I need them to. They're, I'll stick to the side scrollers. It's like those aren't gonna. Those are gonna be a thing of the past, my dude." <laughs> I know. Like, this is a phase video games are going through. <laughs> I don't know why they want to make these. I don't know why they want to make them more interactive and good to look at. <laughs> um, I was remembering that the first Animal Crossing only came out four years after Goldeneye. And it looked about as good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's just in your in your memory. You just, you know, you remember it looking good for when you're playing it. You remember enjoying mm-hmm. it, not thinking it looks bad. So then you don't think about looking back at it through 2022 eyes. Well, it. I mean, it definitely has that effect. And especially like if you think about the the generation where Tay and I were experiencing this stuff. Like mm-hmm. we started playing. I mean, we had. I mean, we had an Atari at some point, yeah. but I, I barely even remember that. Um but I mean, we started back. At, I have very good memories of Duck Hunt, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, and c- like on the computer, trying to play like Jeopardy and Prince of Persia and stuff on the computer with the keyboard mm-hmm. and not knowing what buttons to hit to jump and stuff. So like to go from there to Goldeneye, yeah. It. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it was like this is incredible. Things will never get better. Yeah. Yeah, remember that yeah. the first, just even like that opening screen of of the Mario sixty four, where you had the Mario's head that you could like pull on and move, and that just yes. seemed like, oh, what's coming? Like, oh, I remember what is this, that this new this new technology. It's very yeah. exciting, and you take it off for granted. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> and now, and now, you kids with your Roblox. Hey, I don't even know how that works. I guess that's not really like that's the it's Fortnite is the thing now, right? Yeah, I, I guess so. I don't know. Is it still? I don't. I don't actually know. I feel too old to d- to. This is why we had to change our show because Cooper handed me her pad and said, "Baby sis, I can't get through this level on Roblox. Can you do it for me?" And I it I failed enough times that she just looked at me and shook her head and took her pad back and said, never mind, I'll do it. <laughs> she's really good at obby. She is. She's better than I was. I also don't know how you're intuitively supposed to know that, like, if you step on this red square, you'll fall apart. Yeah, she looked at you this morning <laughs> and was like, um, you can only step on the white ones. And then I just heard you go, oh, you certainly can. <laughs> yeah. How are you just supposed to know that? She knows. Oh, oh well, thank you all. Thank you, Sid. <laughs> this is this is fun. Yeah. Uh, Tay, what's next? Uh, well, I thought next we could do uh, one of my favorite cartoons when I was younger. Uh, but also, I guess there's a new movie <laughs> that is coming out that we can add in there, which is a uh, uh, Rescue Rangers, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. So, yay! New movie Same. that's being released tomorrow, as of when we're recording this. Uh, well, got the lonely island dudes i don't know maybe maybe it'll be like a like a roger rabbit vibe maybe it will be bad who knows 
No, I think I'm I'm excited about it. I, I'm excited to revisit the um, confusion that Gadget the Mouse made many of us feel. <laughs> yeah, they've uh, I they've not really shown much of her in the trailer um, for the new movie, and I, I it feels like like they they know how many people are anticipating Gadget the Mouse. Like they're saving <laughs> it. They want that to be the buzz the, the around it. Like oh, yeah. and then Gadget's reveal to yeah. treat. Do, do I want to be her? Do I want to be with her? She's a mouse. What am I thinking? <laughs> What is happening? I don't know, but we were all thinking it. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, thank you. I, I am looking forward to that. And thank you, listeners, um, for joining us in this discussion of GoldenEye, the video game. Uh, you should go to MaximumFun.org and check out all the great shows there. Uh, you can tweet at us at StillBuff. You can email us at StillBuffering And thank you to the novellas for our theme song, Baby, You Changed Your Mind. This has been your cross-generational guide to the culture that made us. I'm Riley Spurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Spurl. I am still buffering. And I am too. Now I am female scientist. Kate, you... Oh, you did it. Look at that, kids. I'm proud of you. You can grow up to be female scientists, too. <laughs> Did your neighbor back into your car? Bring that case to Judge Judy. Think the mailman might be the real father? Give that one to Judge Mathis. But does your mom want you to flush her ashes down the toilet at Disney World when she passes away? Now that's my jurisdiction. Welcome to the court of Judge John Hodgman, where the people are real, the disputes are real, and the stakes are often unusual. If I got arrested for dumping your ashes in the Jungle Cruise, it would be an honor. I don't want to be part of somebody getting a super yacht. I don't know at what point you want to go into this, but we've had a worm bin before. Available free right now at MaximumFun.org. Judge John Hodgman, the court of last resort when your wife won't stop pretending to be a cat and knocking the clean laundry over. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.